Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Uh, this is Israel News Talk Radio. The show is lighting up, and today is the 24th day of the war against uh, Hamas. My name is Steve Miller, and once again, I have an incredible uh, guest host that is going to, uh, we're going to talk about uh, what's going on and some news stories, and uh, it's going to be a, a great show, very informative. Um, so I want to uh, introduce to you Canada's own. Her name is Lauren Isaac. She's a tour guide here in Israel, which she can certainly talk about uh, a little bit. She's a personally good friend of mine, and she's a uh, a huge Zionist and a, a social uh, media giant, as I like to call her, and also has um, a lot of um, experience dealing with all of these uh, Palestinians and their marches, especially in Canada, which I want her to tell her story. So please uh, welcome Lauren Isaacs, everybody. Thanks so much for having me, Steve. How you doing? Doing all right. You know, we're coping here in Israel. I'm in Jerusalem. Um, today, we it was interesting. We actually had sirens here, rocket sirens in Jerusalem, which we have far less frequently than in the north and in the south. But uh, today we had sirens and big booms overhead when the Iron Dome was exploding the, the rockets. Uh, we also had a terror attack here at the light rail, you know, at the tram in Jerusalem. But, I saw uh, that. Thank, thank God the terrorist is neutralized, as they say. That's the term they use in the news. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we're doing we're doing okay day by day here. Awesome. Oh, wait, you know what else I want to introduce uh, to uh, our, our, my, my co-host, who has taken a four-month sabbatical. Uh, I don't know where she's been, but thank God she's safe and she's okay. She's not in Israel. Uh, let's welcome yes. uh, back uh, Roya Mosinian. Roya, how are you? Hi, hi, hi. I'm good. I'm uh, happy to be back, especially just with everything that's happening with you guys over there. I'm anxious to get back and, you know, hear one-on-one what's happening and uh missed you well, although i talked i've missed you on the show so i'm happy <laughs> to do that well, well we're, we're glad to have you obviously we've changed our format a little bit we're not we're not being yeah. funny anymore or at least until this war is over which is fine yeah um but i want to first um uh lauren uh and roya i want to tell you who's uh, listening to the show we got incredible listeners of, of course every week we have the united states of china hey and Laura, we have your hometown of canada listening uh, hey and, yeah how's everybody in the great white north <laughs> we have uh brazil britain germany south africa iran is listening there you go roya she's oh, Iranian. interesting okay. um, poland finland's uh what's that swaziland okay i don't think that's i've never heard of that country maybe it's switzerland it's in africa <laughs> yes, it in africa i've heard of that that's yeah, real yes Wow. Okay. Well, I've learned something. I thought it was a, mis- a misspelling of Switzerland. <laughs> um, we have France, Portugal, Greece, Austria, India, New Zealand, Australia, and Costa Rica. Oh, and Thailand. All right. Big, big crowd today. Big, big crowd. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna. I want to start off really um, talking about the effects of what's going on in uh, the United States. And, and, and Roya, you can certainly uh, chime in because you yes. watch the news a lot. I, I wanted to start off with a story here um, about uh, in Florida, Governor uh, Ron DeSantis, who is probably the only uh, politician who's actually uh, doing the right thing um, when it comes to standing up for Israel. He's a big supporter of Israel. It says here, 
uh, right. Fl Florida orders state universities to disband student groups saying it backs Hamas. Now, this is huge. Good. It says yeah. here, uh, Florida Governor. Uh, oops, sorry about that. Uh, I don't know what went on there. But anyway, it says here that he's trying to, I guess, uh, pass a, a bill here that is um, says. Uh, let me just read it here. Sorry for that interruption. Uh, this is what happens when you have a live show. Uh, some college students uh, have expressed solidarity with Palestinians. I don't even want to call them Palestinians or not. There's no such thing as that. They're just Arabs uh, resulting in um, a swift censure from the Jewish uh, academics and even some prospective employers. Um, but, Flor but the governor has gone further, taking extraordinary steps of saying students for justice of Palestine is supporting a terrorist organization. Now, this uh, real quickly, I, Lauren, I think you have experience with these people. Um, SJP is a uh, is a they're literally funded by, I think, the Muslim Brotherhood. Am I right on that? Lauren? Yes, they are. And um, and I want you to tell your experience at your college, which actually uh, 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 what do you, not repelled, but launched you into social media stardom um <laughs> but uh when, well, when I, I was go ahead go ahead i just want to say the, the name itself let's just be mindful students for justice in palestine the name of these clubs on all these university campuses does it remind you of of anything you know how there's a big sign at the front gates of auschwitz that said arbeit uh, macht frei which uh, work will make you free Right, yes. this, this propaganda sort of uh, saying that means nothing and actually hides the sinister reality of what's going on within. That's exactly what Students for Justice in Palestine is. So let's be clear that there's no uh, justice, it, 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 there's no Palestine, and these aren't students who are running it. As you say, it's, it's really, you know, Iranian proxies and the Muslim Brotherhood ultimately who, who fund these organizations. But, um, yeah, so, so my experience dates back to 2019 even, and, you know, we are four years after that. And the exact same things are happening just at a, at a huge sort of out-of-control level now. But uh, my experience was when we brought IDF reserve soldiers to talk on the York University campus in Canada. Right. And there was no war going on. There was no nothing going on. It was just we just invited some reserve soldiers, some, you know, 20-year-olds to come talk about their experience. And the mob that it caused, the outrage, the violence on the part of the quote-unquote Palestinian supporters that it caused was unparalleled up until, you know, really that time. And the police got involved and the security got involved and the mayor uh, made a statement and the prime minister of Canada made a statement. And the whole thing went completely out of control because these, these students for justice in Palestine people could not stand, they could not pallet strong Jews, Israeli Jews, Jews who have served in the army and have true on-the-ground experience coming and sharing their stories and the truth. So it was it was a mob scene, and we're seeing it all over the world now, not even just contained to campuses anymore. We're seeing it all over the world. It's out of control. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but this SJP, they're, um, they're at my alma mater. I went to Temple University in, in Philadelphia. And when I went there, I have, I'm going to be honest, they, they didn't exist. I never experienced any Jew hatred of any sort. I think one time in junior high school, I experienced someone saying something uh, to me, and that was it. Um, and now all of a sudden, you know, Temple is, is always on the list of like the top 10 anti-Semitic schools in the country. And this, SJ, these, this SJP, they're all over 
campuses. And what they do is they terrorize Jewish students. Um, and uh, but now because of what's going on now, it's 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 like escalated. It's jumped up a notch. And it's I mean, I'm watching stuff on uh, social media about things that are going on in America and, and also Europe. Europe is is whatever I expect that. But in America, it's gotten so much worse from and I've been screaming about this since 2016, but it's getting to the level now where like Jewish students, like people are scared. They're hiding their mezuzahs. Uh, they're taking them down They're They're not wearing their Mog and Davids. And these and, and, and these people are violent. I've seen um, clashes uh, on the street. Uh, uh, they're, you know, they're just they're they're very, very violent. And uh, I mean, they even tried to attack you, Lauren. I watched that video and that in yeah. fact, that's how we met. And I reached out to you and I thought you were awesome because you're like so little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Little old me, I couldn't hurt a fly, and they wanted to pummel me into the ground. Right, um, but but uh, it's just awful. And now uh, another story which I found, what I just saw today at uh, Cornell. Did you see what was going on at Cornell University? Oh, you know uh, where they were calling to slit the throats of Jewish students at Cornell. Yeah, on a message board, it says uh, at Cornell University. It says Allah Akbar. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Glory to Hamas. Liberation by any means necessary. And yeah, and it was talking about if you see Jews, follow them back to their apartments, slit their throats, um, rape them. I, it, 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 I, I don't understand. Uh, and so and I know my, my niece goes to Ithaca. And my mother actually told me that the uh, because Ithaca is so close to Cornell that Ithaca actually called in security on their school uh, wow. to make sure it didn't spread. And it's it's and and people are are scared. Um, yeah. it's just it's just really it's it's so bad right now. And and I'm talking about these marches are like thousands of people. And it's like it's 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 literally America is Germany 1939. And I predicted I'm, this um, 2016. And it's it's sickening. I it sickens me. I'm so angry. And and I I just don't understand. And they're all like white liberal wealthy students who if they showed up at the gaza border they would get their heads chopped off in a second <laughs> yeah i'm i'm really curious Stephen. I, I i'm really curious you know just like living in the u.s and watching this happen and you and i grew up together and you know i always had the same experience like i had tons of jewish friends catholic friends whatever i've never seen this type of hatred like towards never. any group and never never and i'm curious maybe lauren can speak to this i'm really curious like why is this happening now to such an extent that's just astonishing like you know these are just college kids right my my son is going to college next year and i find this really concerning when i look at the list of colleges where there are students who are buying into this craziness and this violence you know i don't want my son exposed to that so i'm wondering maybe lauren can speak to like why is this so like are these students being brainwashed is it is it the media is it what they're teaching in these universities like what is kind of cultivating this extreme hatred it's very shocking and it's really yeah. upsetting like i'm i'm my blood pressure is going up now because yeah. it's you know we live in this country and we believe that everyone is you know the same and now all of a sudden there's this extreme hatred towards jewish people and it's really upsetting yeah, well, you're totally right. And I think what we're seeing now, it's the reasons are manifold. 
So for a multitude of reasons, we're seeing this sort of rear its ugly head now. But I think one of the main reasons that we need to talk about that a lot of people miss and that we don't talk about is the fact that good people, moral people, Western people, people with a good moral fiber and good character and modern values like us, decent people with humanity, we have a major, major blind spot. We have a failing. We believe that the rest of the world believes the same things as us because we have humanity we automatically assume that other people everybody else has the same humanity as us and that is our failing that is a mistake on our part because they don't and they are standing us uh, our enemies are standing up and telling us that they don't have the same humanity so when they don't meet these these expectations that we set you know like don't rape people. That's something that's right. given for you and me and other normal, sane people. But not everybody thinks that way. There are millions of people on this earth who believe that raping is a perfectly fine form of a display of behavior. That's yeah. the problem, that we are not educating ourselves and being aware that there are these these people, excuse me, are walking around in our society. They're not far away. They're not in some strange country. They're on the same campuses as us. They're in the same yeah, workplaces as us. Mm-hmm. They live next door, yeah. exactly. Someone who lives next door might think that beheading a baby is perfectly reasonable behavior if you don't like what's going on. And the problem yep. is we have we have made ourselves as good people believe that these Evil people don't exist right next door, but they do. They do exist right next door. Yes, it's very shocking. And this has really brought to light, I think, the level of hatred. And, you know, for Jewish people, you know, I think, you know, you've overcome so much. And through the Holocaust, and, you know, you've always had those people that are like, oh, that didn't happen or that didn't exist. It wasn't so bad. And you kind of poo-pooed those people, right, because it's so insane, but exactly. now we're seeing more and more of those people feel comfortable voicing these insane ideas. Like, yeah, it's okay to come in and kill a baby, an innocent baby. I, exactly. I don't know in what world that that's okay, but and, and, it is and for we, people. We must remember under what context the Holocaust began. Where where was the Holocaust? Where was the, the start? It was in the yep. most enlightened, the most modern, the most up-and-coming country. It started in Germany, which was the center of society, which was yeah. the center of intellectual thought. This is not great like... Point. Yeah, it, great point. It, it, and it's happening in America as well, and all over the world. Yeah. Um, I have my own opinion on why it's happening. <laughs> because you yes, know what? Even. It was mm-hmm. bad. It was bad in 2016 and 2017. Um, and I remember during Hanukkah, uh, where uh, um, that, uh, the up in Muncie, New York, that crazy, uh, crazy guy or whatever was some black guy who barged in on the seventh night of Hanukkah and started wheeling around an, uh, a machete. And things like mm-hmm. that were going on all the time. Black Lives Matter was rioting every every week. And uh, burning down, uh, you know, uh, Jewish uh, stores, and it was bad then. Uh, and, but for some reason, you're right; it, it's gotten on a global scale, a global global scale. And these marches are all over Europe. I've seen them everywhere, and there's thousands of people, and it's and it's 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 disgusting. And I think, uh, and I and when it comes down right to it, it's you know what it is? It's uh, uh, the the Jewish people aren't taking uh, crap anymore. And we're and we're, 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 we're we they don't like a Jew that fights back and will kill you. They don't like Jews that well. Hey, you want to kill our people? Well, guess what? We're going to come in. We're going to invade your country, and we're going to kill you too. And um, 
that's what it is. They like they like the the shtetl Jew, as I like to call it. We're not the shtetl Jew anymore, and uh, <laughs> the world doesn't like the fighting Jew. Uh, but they're going to have to deal with this. I think Menachem Begin uh, kind of uh, uh, quoted that. Um, uh, had a very famous quote where he said that the world uh, the world has to the world may not like. Uh, the fighting Jew, but they're going to have to deal with us. <laughs> right. Well, in their opinion, the only good Jew is a dead Jew, right? Right. I, 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 I don't under, you know, I, I, I don't understand. And, you know, uh, it's just really uh, dis- disgusting. Um, and these college campuses, they're, they're doing nothing about it because they hide behind freedom of speech in America. But freedom is there. There's really when it comes down to freedom of speech, uh, you, you can't yell fire in a movie theater. You can't cause violence. You're, so you, so right. the, people are causing violence, which should not be, that's not freedom of speech. They need to be shut down. And that's why at least uh, Ron DeSantis, who's trying to push legislation to, to get these uh, uh, students uh, banned, they should, they should ban all of these SJP chapters. Um, because of course. It's, 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 and we we have to remember after the October 7th massacre of Israeli civilians, men, women, children, babies, Holocaust survivors. Let's remember these these free, free Palestine marches did not only start in response to Israeli, you know, airstrikes against Gaza. They started right after the October 7th massacre before we had retaliated in any fashion. Yeah. Jews were slaughtered, yeah. 1,400 innocent civilians were slaughtered, and they were on the streets celebrating it. So yeah. so even though they hide under a guise of, this is for Palestinian human rights, it's not. It's for celebration of dead Jews. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I would like to mention, so on, on. I don't really like, I used to be able to go back and forth with a lot of these people on social media, but it, I just got, it just, it does nothing, I, I, I can't deal with it anymore. But I did a uh, screenshot um this this person, um, I don't know, Roya. Do you remember that 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 post you sent me? You said it was yes. a kid that we went to high school with. Someone we went to high school with, right? Um, posted something on Facebook. I screenshot it and sent it to Stephen because I was so aghast. I was so taken back at what he wrote. I guess Stephen, you're going to read it. I don't have it up right now, but it was really. I, I just like my mouth was open, like flies flying in, because I could not believe that somebody we knew and went to high school with was writing this. And then the comments below, Stephen, I guess you're going to um, read what he wrote, but it was really, I don't know. It's, it's very shocking. Yes. Said, can't his name was, his name was Chris. His name was Chris Haggerty, I think. And, Andy. Um, Oh, Andy Haggerty. Excuse yeah, me. I will mention. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm calling them out. And he posted a picture, which wasn't even real, of of Palestinians who couldn't get uh, uh, dialysis because of the Israelis are bombing everything. I mean, it was just the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> so I, I I called him out on it, and you know he he didn't respond. But one of his one of his buddies uh, um, responded, and. Um, <laughs> You know what? This is impossible. I'm on a live show. Someone keeps knocking on my door. <laughs> live. Someone, someone keeps knocking on my door. This is a live show. It's probably a Hamas terrorist. Let's see. Bring it I'm going to open the door. If something happens to me, I want you to call the police. Okay, Lauren? I'm on it. I'm on it. Hey, listen. I'm on the radio, buddy. Okay? I can't talk. Okay? Slicka. Lo ivrit. Lo ivrit. Lo ivrit. That's our comedy for today. Stephen gets interrupted by a... No, no, no. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Well, at least, hey, that was fun. <laughs> exactly. That was funny. <laughs> anyway, um, so this guy, uh, I call him out on it. He doesn't answer. One of his buddies, who I'm going to call out, his name is Corey Vibes, but I like to call him Corey Bad Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he says to me, Lauren and Roy. He writes to me, uh, you're, you, you are a Zionist, and you talk on Israel Talk Radio. No wonder you have the view and mindset you have of Palestinian people. What Hamas did was wrong, and it was against innocent civilians. And then there's always, but, <laughs> I love the but. <laughs> But what Israel is doing is genocide. When you mass carpet bomb entire areas of civilians, mainly women and children, instead of strategically targeting Hamas, you're a terrorist and completely against international law. This is and the he knows this. That, yeah. I, he knows this. I guess he's he's in the military. He knows exactly what's happening. Oh he's no! Everyone, everyone in this also everyone in this conflict has suddenly become an international lawyer. They all yes. got their their law degree. Exactly, right. Lauren. If, if, you ask them, if you ask them under which international law, they couldn't even name you one international law convention. But no, they are all uh, an expert in the legal field now. That's yep. right. But this this is the mentality of what we're dealing with. And th th this is actually the, the he kept calling me a Zionist, the Zionist the whole time. Then I responded <laughs> again. And then he he he, he writes back uh, to me. He goes, um, Stephen Miller, uh, he goes, um, also, the fact that you lack empathy. I lack empathy for the Arabs who slaughtered my people. You, the, the fact that you lack empathy and understanding of Andy's post, <laughs> his dialysis post, and immediately go to Israel versus people who are suffering from lack of, from no fault of their own, says a lot uh, about uh, Where's his lack? Where's his empathy for what happened October 7th? Where is his empathy? He's making an argument against himself yeah he doesn't um he doesn't answer any Dummy. of my talking points at all and um and then he finally, he right and then he finally says he finally <laughs> he finally says um he finally says your talking point thesaurus you're he goes i'm a talking point thesaurus dude i can tell you run a talk show but i know everyone who doesn't believe in your zionist views is an anti-semite there's never a legitimate conversation to have with someone like you and your views i was calling him an anti-semite i said you're just basically you're you know you're pro hamas and you're a nazi yeah he is obviously yes but it's you know he doesn't want to accept that he's that he'll 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 voice his opinions out on Facebook for the world to see, but he can't acknowledge that he himself is an anti-Semite and that he's what he is spewing out there is just right. as hateful as what he's, um, you know, trying to defend. And, and what these people say uh, is is um, and 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 their big uh, point is all the time is uh, oh you know what I just I just lost my uh, I just lost my train of thought I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but you're in but, their form. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting very upset, Lauren and Roya. I'm getting very, <laughs> very angry. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really. It, 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 this is one of the reasons why I left America. You know, no offense, America, but you suck. All right, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I, I it, everyone seems to think it's like. Do they? Do the Jews really think that they're safe over there? I'm safer here in Israel. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's unbelievable uh, that. Uh, this is going on, and, and I don't know what these people think. Do they really think, Lauren, that they're going to, like, do they think that Hamas is going to take over Israel? Do they think, I mean, our enemies have been trying this for 3,500 years. They lose. The Arabs lose every war against the Jews. Every war. What, what makes this any different? 
No, and I understand why they're so angry. I mean, wouldn't you be angry too if you've been losing for 3,500 years? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you be a little embarrassed if you were the world's biggest loser in every arena? I mean, it's quite embarrassing for them. We are this tiny nation of Pisher Jews, and let's be honest, we're not the most athletic people. Jews are not known for their, you know, athletic prowess, and yet we dominate every war. It's really, it's it's unfortunate for them. But I, I mean, I would be embarrassed too if I were them. Right. Um. Well, on a more inspiring note, I would like to just quickly change. Uh, so a couple days ago, no, was it when was it, Lauren, that you and I, uh, a couple days ago, we had the honor of working with uh, Unity Warriors, who I know I've mentioned on this show before, which all of you people out there in the world, the Canada, Brazil, uh, Poland, even Jordan, and Iran, if you're listening, I know you're listening, and India, you have to go to unitywarriors.com. Lauren and I had the greatest experience. We, 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 we put together, we helped out, we didn't put together, we helped out with a barbecue to feed uh, soldiers who are um, protecting and guarding uh, in the Efrat area. Right, Lauren? Yes, it was fantastic. This is in Judea and Samaria, you know what the the public media calls the West Bank, yes. and it's really the third front of the war and just as important. And these soldiers are guarding day and night, 24-7, our people, our communities, our children and families. Um, it's a hostile area because it's surrounded by enemies on all sides. And just today, um, they, got lo- they got rockets launched at them. Yeah, they got rockets, and, and, and overnight, four terrorists were killed there, which is great. Uh, good job wow. to the IDF. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, we helped out with the barbecue, all the gear, all the food, everything was donated. All the money collected was donated. It was outstanding to show the soldiers appreciation for what they're doing. It really, really inspires them and it lifts everybody's spirits. It, it really did. It was, it was, it was an amazing, uh, all day it was amazing. And that's really, I can't tell you how fulfilling it is and inspiring. And there's so many. And I know on previous shows, we've talked about other inspiring stories and, and things that, that people are doing um, all over the world. I mean, there's so much hatred right now, but yet there's also so much unity amongst the Jewish people who are raising money and, um, and donating, uh, I mean, everything from underwear and socks to, to, <laughs> to military gear to life-saving trauma kits and just donating money. So I, I, I just, you know, I'm going to shamelessly plug, plug unitywarriors.com. If you go to that site, you can donate. Uh, they are boots on the ground. They are the real deal. I mean, I work with them. Lauren works with them. So it's not like some organization I'm not familiar with. Um, they they no, literally, it, they hand out. Real. They, they get real. the gear and the gear goes to the soldiers the very the same day. I mean, they yeah. get it, they sort it, they pack it, and they send it. We help them. You put it in the cars, and they send it to the front lines. It's amazing. That's right. That's right. And what a great way to support and kind of combat all the ugliness and the hatred is to do the exact opposite and promote that and show it. The pictures, um, you, you know, you guys sent me were amazing. Yeah. You're making hamburgers for the troops and just like, you know, real real life stuff because these are real life people too protecting and serving and the more people like you guys who can get out and help and show love and support the the more hopefully we can focus on that and drown out the hateful people who are protesting and you know oh yeah oh it's heartwarming it's It's not it's not it's not all bad news right it's not all bad news i just saw walmart just pledged one million dollars to donate to magenda vita dom 
ambulance services, which is another wow. amazing, strong show of support. Wow. And we need more. We need more, you know, people, companies, individuals to stand up and do similar things like that, you know, and hopefully drown out all the terrible people out there who are yeah, drown out these uh, these uh, these college kids that uh, have yeah. absolutely no idea what they're talking about. And uh, and I, I blame the parents, too. You know, um, I don't know if that's my child. Yeah. There's going to be a, there's there's going to be a. a you know, a, a lot of talk happening. There's going to, you're going to, you're going to be ripped out of that college and we're going to have a major talk. So I blame the parents too. I don't know these entitled kids, you know what, get back to studying and work because it's exactly. expensive and, to and go to college. Stop with this nonsense. Exactly. And that, and that's what it is. It's entitlement. It's narcissism and it's pure ignorance yes. because, because all they don't even know what they're, they don't know what they're that protesting. Is. They don't know what no. the landscape in the middle East is. They don't know their ass from their elbow when it comes to this. No stuff. idea. And honestly, all, all these people who are protesting, they're, they're liberals, they're woke, they're dressed in yes. half clothing. Most of them belong to the LGBT things on college campuses. And, and therefore, all of these people would immediately be killed if they were to go into Gaza and, and show their support for the people they're actually supporting. Those people would kill them without a second exactly. thought. Exactly. Well, and that's they, what I told uh, that's what I told mm-hmm. Mr. Vibes on Facebook. <laughs> and of course, they don't. Uh, he doesn't acknowledge. They don't it. acknowledge that. I just yeah. said, you know what? If you're so concerned, I said, I live here. Why don't you come over here and go down to the border and, and go help and uh, the, the Gazans really and, see, and see what happens to you? Because they will cut <laughs> your head off in five minutes. He doesn't say anything. He just keeps he just keeps talk, uh, to, uh, bad mouthing Israel News Talk Radio <laughs> and, and calling me a Zionist. Listen, any any publicity is good publicity, huh? <laughs> that's right. What's that's um, right. Stephen? What's the um? What's the um? Kind of the vibe of uh, DeSantis uh, uh, proposing this um this 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 ban against the groups on campuses? Like, what's the? Is it being welcomed? I haven't read about it. Um, Are people embracing it? I think I deleted the article already. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted the article already. I'm just curious oh. Oops, taking a hard time hearing you. And the same thing. I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's always people going to be against everything, especially what Ron DeSantis is doing, because you know they'll say, "Oh, it's you're, you're trying to take away their freedom of speech." Um, but whatever, of it, it doesn't matter. When it, when, it ha- when it has to do with Jews, no matter what. We are going to be on the wrong side in their minds, and they are going to be the altruistic, you know, righteous people who are fighting for justice as long as it's against the Jews. There's nothing you can say to change these people's minds. Nothing. You can literally show them the sermon of the the mosque in uh, Jerusalem the other day, the Al-Quds Mosque, where the guy came out and he gave an entire sermon two days ago on how homosexuality is a satanic evil in uh, Islam, and they will cut the heads off people who are homosexual. You can show them that, right. and they will still justify that the Jews are in the wrong. <laughs> That's right. And, and <laughs> you know what's amazing? I look at these violent protests all over the world, all over America, and them, and, and ter- and them tra- terrifying Jewish students, and I'm thinking to myself, anywhere else, any any other minority group, if this were blacks, this, if this happened to blacks, oh, if this happened to gays, Muslims, if this happened to transgendered people, you know, thirteen hundred 
uh, blacks murdered in one day or gays or transgenders would oh, there, it, it would be such be. outrage all over the world. But with the Jews, no, with the Jews, it's our fault and we deserve it. And 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 there's protests against us. I mean, this is literally when the Torah tells us when Hashem tells that we are a nation that stands alone. I mean, if, if that doesn't just put chills in your in your spine like this is the way Hashem wanted it. This is the way God wanted the, the Jewish people in Israel to be, that we, we are a nation apart from everyone else. This is the burden that we, that we carry, and it's just, um, right. I don't know, it, it, it frustrates no, me. True. Of course. I, 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 it's, it's like, but we have to fight for everything. It's true. But I do want to acknowledge the people that have come out and stood with us, yes. uh, definitely yeah. in the minority but even from some surprising places. And, and you know what? For example, in Canada, they just had a pro-Israel, Canadian, Iranian protest. It was Canadian, Iranian Canadians standing with Jewish Canadians, uh, you know, protesting in support of Israel. It's amazing. And, yeah. you know, we, we do have allies, and these are good people. These are honest people. These are people who will stand up in the face of criticism and often endangerment to their own lives and stand for truth and what's right and stand alongside us. And these are true righteous people. Yes. No, there have been a lot, believe me, there's a lot of people standing for Israel, um, which is which is fine, which is good. But uh, it just always seems like the, the evil... Uh, the evil people—they make more noise than than um, than the uh, than than the, than the good, and uh, it's just frustrating to see because that's what the media focuses on. And you know, I wanted to speaking of the media real quick. Our favorite uh, pro-Israel media group, CNN, um, did a—they uh, aired a one-hour documentary this week that presented a biased perspective on the Israeli-Arab conflict, placing blame on Israel while absolving. Arabs of any wrongdoing and featuring pro-Arab voices as analysts. Well, isn't that fair? <laughs> did anyone? Did it, Did you happen to see it? Or no, but I, I. No, but I was. I would as soon as watch that as I would have watched a pro-German documentary in 1939. <laughs> it says here uh, an hour-long documentary aired this week. CNN attempted to explain Hamas's horrific attack against Israel on October 7th by presenting a skewed history lesson on the Israeli-Arab conflict. Uh, it absolved Arabs of any wrongdoing, blamed Israel, and gave a one-sided platform to pro-Arabs masked as analysts. And there it, it is. The- and there it is. Look, the, the first line you read. They attempted to explain Hamas's actions on October 7th. Therein lies the problem. Immediately they're coming out and justifying with whatever nonsense they're coming out with. I don't even need to see the documentary. You've already told me that they're justifying the terrorist actions. Yeah. Um, they said here the first few seconds <laughs> uh, of CNN's, it was called Inside Hamas. So we could probably find it on YouTube or something. Um, a documentary asking what has led to Hamas's monstrous massacre. It provides a good answer to this query, and it says it showed footages of the terrorists screaming Allah Akbar as they rampaged through Israeli towns, followed by an audio recording of President Joe Biden, ah! uh, my favorite. <laughs> Uh, calling their atrocities pure, unadulterated evil. But then the next 50 minutes, uh, there was nothing more than a shameful attempt to find an excuse for that evil. And so all these analysts were saying, well, you know, because they're occupiers and they're oppressors, uh, what do you expect? Eventually, people are going to resist. 
which is code word for murder. That's what they say. And, they said uh, they said the and the, rape uh, and rape right, and right. head. Right. So instead of saying those words now, now the left calls it resisting. But they're saying that because Israel has angered Arabs for so long throughout our history, what do you expect them to do? They're finally they're finally fighting back. That was that's based. That's what this article, you know, was uh, CNN is just a joke. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I hope I hope they come out with a six and a half hour documentary about how Al Qaeda was wrong done by America and what led to uh, 9-11, you know, how America mistreated the, the poor Al-Qaeda freedom fighters and why uh, 9-11 was so justified. Um, I, I hope they come out with that. That would be a wonderful documentary to watch also. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there a lot of seen, I've seen a lot on social media where they're comparing, they're talking about during World War II or when, when how the Americans, you know, America bombed Hiroshima. They killed innocent people. Um, what else? They mentioned uh, they mentioned um, in the Vietnam War, Agent Orange. I mean, they were talking about all the innocent civilians that America has murdered over the years in wars. Um, but yet uh, they come uh, they come out against uh, Israel uh, when they're. Uh, bombing gaza that innocent people are are going to die and and let's just get it straight um we all know this is true that there are no innocent people in gaza because they voted for these people and their children are actually groomed uh to hate jews because they're brought up in the educational system they write their own history they write their own school books and uh i've seen plenty of videos of little children with uh with little with guns and knives um you know emulating or pretending that they're stabbing jews so you know in my opinion i believe <laughs> that uh, uh that the that hopefully um israel and the idf will will listen to hashem when he told king saul uh to how to get rid of amalek and he told him to get rid of the men, the women, and the children, and even the animals. We couldn't even benefit from the animals. And 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 even King Saul had compassion in his heart. This is this is where it comes from. That we have the DNA of compassion. Even King Saul, he couldn't kill everyone like like Hashem told him to. And uh, we've been suffering for it ever since. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting, uh, you know, when when people talk about that, that innocent civilians in Gaza, I, I want to know who who they're speaking about specifically. Is it the mothers who have raised every terrorist has a mother? Every terrorist has a father, right? Every <laughs> yeah. terrorist has a partner. Every terrorist has siblings and friends who are cheering them on, even if they're not wearing the green scarves themselves. I want to know all the people handing out candy in the streets to celebrate the massacre of Jewish civilians. I want to know if they're in right. I want to know who they're speaking Wait, about specifically. Well, it's an ideology, and uh, you can... It's you a can mindset, just, and they all have it. It's what can, they're, like Stephen said, they're groomed for. Um, so. I, uh, y- you can destroy Hamas, but how do you, Lauren, in your opinion, how do you destroy an ideology? I mean... I mean, well, you can't because it's pure evil. It's the seeds of pure evil. That's like saying if if we destroy this one group, if we stop ISIS or if we stop Hezbollah or if we stop uh, Hamas or if we stop Al Qaeda, suddenly the world is going to be good and there's going to be no evil. That's not how it works. There's always going to be evil people. It takes different forms and it yeah. comes in different degrees. But right now, Hamas is is one of the worlds. Hamas and you know the the government over it, Iran and and their proxies, is one of the worlds greatest deep-seated evils and no matter how many of them you kill and no matter how many times you stop it evil will still exist right um 
also i would like to mention real quickly that a lot of people may not understand especially people you know secular people in america you know uh israeli arabs have a good life here and that's one thing that i'm experienced now that i live here and uh, i didn't even realize that they don't even pay taxes <laughs> and uh you know they 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 come in here and they're allowed to move around freely even arabs that come into gaza even arabs that live in gaza they can come into israel uh and they can um they can work uh, they just have to go through a checkpoint, like going through the air, like going through security in the airport, just to make sure they don't have any guns and bombs. But they're freely allowed to move around all through Israel. But you know, uh, the uh, the reverse is not allowed to happen. Are Jews allowed to go to Gaza freely? <laughs> no, we're not invited to Hotel Gaza. Come no. again. No, we're, we're not. not. E- we're not even allowed in certain areas in Israel. We see these signs that say Area A, uh, do not enter. This is, uh, you know, uh, Israeli citizens are not, you know, enter at your own risk. Or it's not even say that it's forbidden to enter because because you will not come out alive. So the the whole um, the whole, you know, we're oppressors, apartheid state. The Jews are the ones who are being who are living in apartheid state, our own state, because I can't freely go around Israel, but every Arab can freely walk around but i can't go to certain parts of israel which and when you try to explain this to these people they they just don't listen and 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 another thing that they don't when i and i explain to them that the idf actually supplies our enemies with water and electricity and i found out last week that now all of a sudden due to the pressure of uh the united states government that now the United States government is giving aid to our enemy and Israel is letting them bring aid into Gaza. Isn't that right, Lauren? Yeah, it makes me want to throw up all over. Um, <laughs> I, this it, I don't <laughs> understand. I mean, how can you possibly say free Palestine? When we're, are, we, are we the only army, the only country in the world that actually helps our enemy as we're bombing them? We'll bomb you and then we're going to give you food and water, babe. I, 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 don't, <laughs> under, I don't understand the logic. It's not, there is no logic to follow. It's actually a disgrace. And it's a huge point of contention in Israeli society because a lot of people, myself included, believe that this is garbage and we should not be giving food and water and supplies and, you know, hugs to our enemies who are trying to genocide us. Nowhere else on earth do people do this. Nowhere else on earth do people give things and are nice to the enemies who are trying to destroy them. It's a it's a uniquely Israeli phenomenon. Right. And interesting how the people like the guy on Facebook, even they're not acknowledging those things, you know, no. that you are supplying food, water. And they, they're, they're only looking at all the negatives I, in I, their view, I, but they're I not tell, acknowledging those things. Yes. No. I, tell, I tell that to everybody, anyone. I said and, and, and they never they, they just they don't want to know it. They, they yeah. ignore my comment. They just don't even acknowledge it. No, I know. And, and after after the October 7th massacre of our civilians and our children, we turned the water and the electricity off for a brief moment. It was, you know, a few days that we turned it off in Gaza. And I saw a funny video online that it was a woman. She said they should be thanking us that we didn't connect the water to the electricity and fry them all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I don't know. So for for those listening, also, um, I would like to report that um, the ground invasion has started uh, not full full force, but they've started to come in through northern Gaza. I think if I'm right, and there were some videos 
out of the of of uh, Israeli troops uh, of Israeli tanks like rolling down the Gaza beaches, and um, actually Israel uh, Israeli soldiers like putting up. I saw one of his uh, Israeli soldiers putting up the Israeli flag on like some building in Gaza. Um, so they are they are starting this, and it seems like they're they're you know they're they're taking parts of it. I just hope you know they keep going and they just reclaim it and they don't leave and they bring Jewish people back to resettle our own land. What do you yeah. think, Lauren? Well, I, I would just like to know, and I would like to know from from all the people who are anti-Israel and anti-Jewish, really. Where I would like a list, a comprehensive list of where they believe that Jews should not be allowed to live in the world, should not be allowed to populate, should not be allowed to buy a house or rent a house or go visit a friend at their house. That's what I would like to know, because, okay, so clearly Gaza is is one place on top of their list. They believe there should not be a single Jewish foot on on Gaza soil. Okay, so I want to know where else that Jews should not be allowed to be in the world. I need a list because uh, clearly there's no other people on this earth that are treated like us, where a place can be Jude and Ryan, kept Jew-free, and the whole world is like, oh, yes, yes, great idea. Let's not allow a Jew in there. So I would like a list of all the places in the future that I'm not going to be allowed as a Jew because they believe that Gaza should be Jew-free. Now, I'm not saying that Gaza should be anyone free. I'm just saying everybody should be allowed in there. So, yalla, let's go back, and I'm sure property prices are fairly cheap there right now. Um, I think we should take advantage and start investing. I hope so. God willing, one day we will be able to uh, move back into Gaza because there are beautiful, beautiful beaches. And when the Jews were living there, it was beautiful, right? Oh, of course. It's the terrorists who turned it into a toilet bowl. <laughs> toilet bowl. Uh, yes, that's the perfect <laughs> phrase. Love Lauren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I wanted to uh, we're coming down towards the towards the end of the show. Um, so before I wanted to just mention one last article, but Lauren, is there anything, um, that hopefully, uh, Lauren, we mentioned at the beginning of the show that you are a tour guide and, uh, hopefully one day you'll be able to give tours in Gaza. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> so oh, wow, they, wow, they, wow. They, they put a freeze on your career. There's no tourism now in Israel, right? You are out of no, a job. Nothing. Zero. No tourism. Yeah. Um, um, it's not. But, it's not encouraged to take people outside when it's raining rockets. That's right. <laughs> um, but you can because you're explaining people that when 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 tourism opens up, how can people yeah. they, they come to Israel? How can they uh, get the Lauren Isaacs experience? Oh, beautiful. Well, of course, you know you could find me on Facebook, Lauren Isaacs, or on Instagram, Instagram Zionist Lauren, or you can visit my website, which is www israelwithlauren.com and yeah i would love to take everyone on a tour listen tourism is going to come back this nation is going to thrive as it always does and as it always has and as it always will this is the holy land it is the single most important place on the planet earth people want to come back this place is going to thrive we just have to you know get rid of the terrorists first and then we can go back to living beautiful thriving productive lives here uh, I love that. Well, Lauren, I definitely will be on the list of first people to come and visit <laughs> Stephen and take your tour. Really, I can't I wait. To it. I can't wait. Absolutely. And so I will go on the tour in. with Lauren, too. I will go on that tour with you. <laughs> Good. Amazing. Yeah, Hamilton, Lauren. Um, oh, amazing. I can't wait. Please, thing. God, one day very, very soon. Absolutely. And so, I, you know, I, I, I can't. Uh, I don't see a better way of ending the show uh, than talking about how soon tourism will come back 
and everyone's going to come to Israel. And um, Lauren Isaacs will be their tour guide. And Roya, you're going to come here and visit me. And um, let's, uh, I would just like to say a quick uh, blessing, um, obviously, to all the IDF soldiers. And of course, uh, may God keep them safe. And of course, the hostages, please, please, I just pray that God keeps them safe and um, protects them. And they all return home. All those precious, precious Jewish souls uh, will be ret- uh, returned home. Bezrat uh, Hashem. And I just want to thank um, Lauren uh, for being my co-host today and for being, um, you know, you're an incredible Zionist. You're very, very educated in all of this stuff, more than me. And you just make my job so easy being my co-host. And uh, Roya, thank you for coming back. Please don't oh, disappear again. No. <laughs> Um, hopefully, uh, soon we will be able to get back to the comedy. Um, but I hope that people are enjoying this format, just kind of free, free, uh, free form talking about what's going on. People can get our uh, sides, uh, that, that are living here. And then of course, um, talk about stories of how this war is affecting outside of Israel. Um, and I just hope that people continue to listen to lighten up, listen to Israel news, talk radio. And uh, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us this week. And uh, we will be here next week again. So stay safe and uh, God bless. Thank you and good night. God bless. Amen. <laughs>